Hello. Welcome to the podcast for screw-ups. Uh, this is um, the person that you think it should be, uh, hopefully. <laughs> You're accustomed to him uh, speaking uh, and or listening, whatever, you know. Uh, I am, uh, this might be a short one. I don't have very far to drive, so I'm going to give you the drive with me from Mojo's, um, which I, there again, uh, if I advertise for somebody, they're not asking me to advertise, and uh, they don't believe in anything I believe in, I don't guess. <laughs> Well, I, don't, I haven't really asked them, so. Uh, but uh, if you're ever in Cordova, like downtown Cordova, um, Mojo's is a pizza kind of place. And uh, they say, this is what some people say, that they have Strombolis that are like Pasquale's. Now, not every Pasquale's. I'm talking about the Pasquale's that was in Forestdale, you know, the money one. Um, um, but here's the thing. They don't have a roast beef. I apologize. I, I don't know why they don't, um, and uh, I don't. I, I've tried the other pizza today. I'm trying um, the thin crust, so we'll see if it's as good as um, Pasquale's. But I, I have to say that it's not quite as good as Pasquale's. Uh, Pasquale's is a high standard for me, uh, and his white noodles were so good. And let me tell you how government can mess up things sometimes. Just I, I apologize for being political again. Um, the town of Adamsville tried to start taking money from them because they're in unincorporated uh, Forestdale, whatever. Wasn't, anyways, so two places were trying to tax him, and he was like, I'm not going to pay two places. Uh, so I'll, I'll stop before I do that. Um, so he did. Uh, and I don't think that's the only reason why he quit, but that guy was good at food, in my opinion. Uh, served the football team long time. At minor, um, I don't know. I just liked his food. It was when I would move away, I, that would be the first place that I would go sometimes to eat because it was my favorite. Uh, favorite, I tell you. So I'm not gonna talk about pizza. Uh, that's for Blake and whoever's podcast that is. Uh, Blake is from High Point, uh, and they discuss the best pizza. And my guess is it will be hilarious because he's a very funny guy. Um, I think um, celebrate the happy times is what I was thinking I need to say. Uh, make sure you uh, squeeze every bit of you can get out of good times and momentum uh, because um, the bad times are tough and down seasons and all that, they're just tough times. They're, they're tough to make it through. Uh, and the good, you know, celebrate when it's good. Uh, you know, I, it's like I was saying earlier uh, that telling people you love them who love you, uh, making sure you make it clear to people uh, and say the words and all that, I think you should do that. And I think sometimes good seasons bring that out. It reminds you. It just does, and um, you know, like I, when I was crying before, <laughs> which is funny to think, uh, it's because uh, you know my heart is just soft. It's not hard right now. Um, it's just a good season, and you get to hear it. Uh, you know. Bad things still happen in good seasons, um, 
but uh, it's like that headwind I was talking about. Um, it's you know you have that wind in your sails that makes you hard to stop. Uh, no, I'm not saying I can't be stopped, and I, and I you know like I've said positive things, and then that next week it's rough at work, uh, challenged in many different ways, uh, new ways, uh, and. Uh, And I, I've been thinking this a lot about rich people, uh, rich believers. Um, if you own a business, uh, and I probably have said this because it's really like one of those things I've thought a lot about. Um, uh, when you're being generous uh, to your church or whatever, I would say to you, be generous to your employees. And here's the reason why I think you should be. Uh, and this is why, why I want to be generous. Because that's how good God is to me. Uh, and I know that giving to the church is great. It's a great thing. It's, you know, like I think that's part of what we should do. Um, but there's a scenario at the place that I'm at uh, right now where one guy worked for this guy who's a believer who ran the business and he never gave him raises I don't know about bonuses or any of that stuff but uh, this guy never misses work never for no reason he just doesn't miss work um, he doesn't believe in it <laughs> he doesn't take vacations none of that um, and I think I think he's not a believer I have never asked him yet I, I'm still getting to know him that kind of thing but uh, I think if he's not a believer, it's a bad witness, in my opinion, that he would say about you that you became a millionaire and didn't share anything with me. And look, rich people, you can do what you want to with your money. Um, I'm not saying it's a bad thing to be generous at church. I think it's good. I also think you should be generous with your employees. Where you can. Maybe you can. I mean, I'm not rich. I'm not going to be rich. There again, it's not a problem for me. I don't know anything about being rich. I'm for um, the way of capitalism. I'm for it. I think capitalism rises more pe people up out of poverty than anything else. I don't believe in socialism. I don't. I don't believe it in Holland the Dutch, whoever. Um, and those people who want to come back and go ahead and say that, I apologize there again for politicking it with you. Uh, they live in homogenized society. Go look and see how much trouble they had when Muslims immigrated to their place because they didn't look like they look like. They didn't live like they did. They don't have rules like they do. Just look at the uproar that it caused in their country because their country was all the same. Um, America's not like that. America is different. There's lots of different people. We're a melting pot. Um, so a lot of people are going to be angry with each other sometimes, and they aren't going to get along. Uh, tribes of people uh, living together uh, doesn't always mix well. You know, it just doesn't. Uh, and I thought about this thing that um, uh, there's this moment um, 
it, it's the last time I had like this feeling of freedom, uh, r- real freedom, and I'm just in momentum. I'm in the Word. I'm praying. Uh, I'm being involved in church, uh, which I always kind of am, and I always am kind of doing all those things. But there's a different there's a different level of closeness um, whatever whatever it is whatever you want to call it I call it a good season that's what I, I love to say right now uh, it's when I I had I was trying to live smaller and I bought that ambulance and I call it the wambulance <laughs> get you some french cries anyways um, and I'm driving it back to Birmingham for something I can't even remember what I was driving it back for and I'm so happy <laughs> uh, I'm just so happy uh, in this silly thing that I did. Uh, you know, I saw it on the side of the road. It's exactly what I've been looking for. Uh, moved to the RV park there in, in uh, Tuscaloosa. Uh, you know, I just loved it. And I still kick myself for selling it. Uh, but I was uh, that rat, <laughs> that dadgum rat, I tell you. It might, might have been a whole family. Um, when I found out it was sleep, it was walking and pooping where I slept at, I uh, couldn't take it. Could not take it. Couldn't get rid of it. Couldn't figure out how to get rid of it. Uh, that thing won. He kicked me out of the little ambulance. Um, so I sold it and got my money back, which, you know, is always important when you sell something or trying to, you know. But uh, I, I forsook that. I forsaked. I forsook. I don't know how to say that. Um, those good times for that to sell it because of uh, um, trouble you know and to me a rat is trouble where I sleep at uh, and it, 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 it messed me up uh, mentally probably I'm just being honest with you uh, because I couldn't sleep in it anymore um, and at that time for some reason I was having a real bad trouble with tight spaces and I moved myself into a tight space and didn't have trouble sleeping. Uh, like every chance I had to sleep in the, the ambulance, before I uh, left it, uh, I slept in it every time. And I, I, would, I would go to bed at night happy. Uh, and uh, it's just simple things can make me happy sometimes. And that did. I was just happy. I was in a good season. I was, uh, I don't know, in a good groove, whatever you call it, whatever it is for you, whatever you call it. Um, And I don't think that comes from yourself. Um, I just don't. Of course, I'm I'm partial that I'm going to say that it's God. So I'm partial to that. That's just what it, the way I believe. You know, I believe in God the Father, Almighty Maker of heaven, Maker of earth, and in Jesus Christ, His only begotten Son, our Lord. Um, that's a little piece of a Rich Mullins song I heard this morning. <laughs> um, it's just like that, the Rich Mullins thing. Uh, I haven't listened to him in a long time. Um, and, you know, the magic of YouTube, I can go and listen to uh, here in America. And send it to somebody. I send it to a couple of people today. 
just to uh, say, you know, have you heard this? Uh, it's for you. Anyways, uh, I'm like, it's crazy. I, I'm uh, driving back from getting food uh, for my family, which there's another, that's another thing. I, I take such pleasure in giving to my family what I can. I, I don't have much. I never have had much. But when I can help out my family with food or whatever like that, I'm so happy to do that. Uh, it's not a burden to me to help my family. Uh, and I, like uh, I started reading this new book and uh, you know sometimes books hit you in different ways and uh, it's just it's hitting in a good season for me. Uh, it just is. And I'm thankful for BJ uh, for telling me, because I actually asked BJ for a book. Uh, you know, Jason has helped me with several books this year. Uh, and Jason was on trend with what, what's happening in the church. Uh, fancy, uh, famous people are reading these books that I, I read because of Jason. Uh, I'm never on the trend, you know. Um, never. I just not, am not. I'm not a trend follower, per se. I'm not, I, you know, I don't do it because it's trendy. Um, so thankful for those books that I read uh, this year. Uh, for me to read more than one book in a year is a lot. I, I hate to say that I'm that terrible of a reader, but it's true. Um, outside the scripture, I, I've been in the scripture, uh, thankfully, thank, thankfully. And I say to you, if you're not in the scripture and you're a believer, start reading the Bible for yourself. It's the way to own your faith. It's one way. The church is another. Uh, being involved in church is another. Uh, but reading the scripture for yourself, I think, because I see, like I, I had to figure out what I would say to people when I would go and talk about wanting a job for to do youth or whatever. And my goal in student ministry, and I, my guess is this would be my goal for all ministry, is that faith would be yours. That it's not somebody else's, your parents or your grandparents or whoever, but it's yours. And the way, one way it becomes yours is when you start reading the scripture for yourself. And I um, asked the guys, and I was with a bigger group of guys last week, uh, and a few of them actually said, yes, they read the scripture. And that's the first time where good students, I think they're good, I, they, I don't know much about them still, I'm still learning who go to church, probably raising good families, that whole thing, for five weeks, six weeks, seven weeks, whatever it was, nobody said yes. Nobody. It's like crickets. Um, and maybe somebody did, and they just didn't want to say it. They didn't want to expose themselves, which is possible. Um, but it's a trend in the church that people aren't reading the scripture and uh, one excuse people try to say is that that's for ministers here's the thing if you're a believer you're called to be a minister and I forget that and I, I it's like I don't really know how I wrestled with it some because when I was 19 it was clear to me that that's what I was supposed to do so I took it as um, total doing ministry as vocation uh, so I you know, I went to the school where my mentor went. My the person who discipled me went. Uh, here's the thing about that. 
I wasn't smart enough to go to Sanford. Uh, I wasn't, even at night, I wasn't smart enough. The first day, the first paper at Sanford, the teacher wrote at the top of my paper, you should have learned this in high school. Well, I didn't. I didn't learn it at Minor. I apologize, Minor, but I didn't learn that there. Um, so, um, school, you know, I, I can yammer on about that, but I'm not the best at school. I'm not the best studier. I'm not the best reader. I'm not any of that. Uh, so, I get the whole, I don't want to read the scripture. But here's the thing. It's alive. It's a two-edged sword. It's active. It's never the same when you read it over and over again. You never learn. It's like God. It's uh, it, It's infinite. It's talking about somebody who's infinite, and we're finite. It, you know, it, it's something huge. It's a huge thing. Um, it's like a, it's like I tell those guys um, that um, these stories that you're doing in the Old Testament, when you're talking about the people of Israel, they're in my family. I'm in their family. It's the story of my God in this world. You know, this Isaac and Esau and um, Jacob and Ishmael and all these people, they're part of the story of God and I'm a part of the story of God. That's what makes me carry on is that I'm in that story and he's um, never ending. Uh, You know, there's no beginning and end to him. He's always uh, that's and I, I don't think high, high, big thoughts. I, I struggle with it. It makes my head hurt. You know, I want to go home and watch TV and eat food. Um, that's just me being honest. Like, And that's the thing about preachers. Um, you know, when you find preachers who are going deeper, like Troy in Tuscaloosa, I'll say that again. I, You know, like he's digging deeper. He's, you know, he's talking about things that are deeper. It's just deeper, and it's something that rings with you when you drive home 50 miles, which I did for a long time. I did that. Um, And I'm not dogging anybody else's preaching. It's just just good when you find someone who tells the truth about the Scripture. And, and like, you know, like when they're going verse by verse, um, it's hard to skip things. Romans 9. Jacob I loved, Esau I hated. Tell me how many times you've ever heard a pastor preach that. Um, And the reason why they don't is because it's controversial. Uh, And I know, here's the thing, I like 6, 7, and 8 because I think it's talk, I think Paul's talking about wrestling with sin. And to me, that's a way bigger problem for me than Jacob I loved, Esau I hated. That whole five points, all that stuff that people want to argue about. Does Adam and Eve have belly buttons and all that stuff that people want to yammer about? Uh, I don't have to have everything cubbyhole. I don't. I trust God. I put my faith in God. And I don't and will not ever know everything about God. I won't. He's He's infinite. I'm never going to know everything. I'm never going to check it off my list that I know everything about God. Can you imagine anybody being like that? 
I mean, can you imagine any person being like that? He came and lived on the earth for 33 years. He died on a cross and he rose again. People actually got to see him. You know what I'm saying? Like, the person who in heaven, when he walks in, his walk-up music is holy, holy, holy. A word that is God, a God word. That's his walk-up music. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, it's his, that's, you know what I'm saying? He sings that along because it's so true about him. He's just responding for his glory. And it's not that he's cocky or whatever. It's that he's that. He can't not be God. To me, that's high thinking. That's as high as it gets. I'm not Spruill, or I'm not J.I. Packer, or I'm not uh, some other famous guy. It's Adam and man, you know, there are lots of them. Uh, this is Wally, and I'm giving you as high thinking as I can give you. Uh, and it all comes from a good season. You know, I'm like Adam and Eve. I'm sitting in the garden in the cool of the day hanging out with God. The question is, will I eat from the wrong tree again? And here's the thing. I'm going to sin. I hate it, but I'm going to. The question is, what do I do with that sin? Do I confess it and turn away, or do I struggle with it? You know? Is is this life his, or is it mine? Am I going to put my hands back on my life again? and run things my way or am I going to put the yoke on me and I'm going to say God where do you want me to go what do you want me to do yeah I mean I got to I'll have a decision this week that I have to decide something and I need God to show me the way I need him he knows the name of every star. And if one star gets out of place, he can put it back into place. Do you get that? Um, every person in the world could pray to him at the same time, and he's big enough to hear them all and respond to them all. That's how big God is. And, and yet, when man was at its worst place um, teetering he sent his son the Lord Jesus to come and save us he came for the sick so you know what are you today so I say to you uh, cry out to Jesus just like uh, my good friend Rich Mahoney actually not my friend at all I'm just a fan So, cool. See ya. This is the end of the old podcast. See ya.